You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today on the Give Your Life Away podcast, we will be in Philippians 3, verse 12, through chapter 4, verse 1. Paul writes this, Not that I have already obtained this, or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature think this way, and if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that to you also. Only let us hold true to what we have attained. Brothers, join in imitating me, and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. For many of whom I have often told you now, and tell you with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction, their God is their belly, and they glory in their shame, with minds set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. Therefore, my brothers, whom I love and long for, my joy and my crown, stand firm thus in the Lord, my beloved. If we remember what was stated in the last section and bring that thinking into this section, we'll remember that Paul is telling the Philippian church that he places no confidence in the flesh but that he glories in Jesus Christ. Paul's life before coming to Christ was one of placing spiritual confidence in his own doings. That all changes when he becomes a Christ follower. As a matter of fact, the older he gets, the more he understands the need for growth, and the more he recognizes his own sin and how it threatens to capture him. In this section, Paul tells us that he is pressing on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. That phrase, pressing on toward the goal, is key. I'm reminded of a portion of J.C. Ryle's book, in the book Holiness. Ryle makes the point that the more mature a Christian becomes, the more aware of their sin they become. Let me close by reading this section to you. Now, it's a section that's three paragraphs long in the book, so I want to ask wherever you are, lock in. It's easy to to wander off as I'm reading a rather lengthy portion, so maybe some of that's on me. But, but do your best to hear all that Ryle is saying. He says this, Now let us clearly understand that humility like Paul's was not a peculiar characteristic of the great apostle of the Gentiles. On the contrary, it is one leading mark of all the most eminent saints of God in every age. The more real grace men have in their hearts, the deeper is their sense of sin. The more light the Holy Ghost pours into their souls, the more do they discern their own infirmities, defilements, and darkness. The dead soul feels and sees nothing. With life comes clear vision, a tender conscience, and spiritual sensibility. Observe what lowly expressions Abraham and Jacob and Job and David and John the Baptist used about themselves. Study the biographies of modern saints like Bradford and Hooker and George Herbert and Beveridge and Baxter and McShane. Mark how one common feature of character belongs to all of them, a very deep sense of sin. 
superficial and shallow professors in the warmth of their first love may talk, if they will, of perfection. The great saints in every era of church history, from Paul down to this day, have always been clothed with humility. He that desires to be saved among the readers of this paper, let him know that this day that the first steps toward heaven are a deep sense of sin and a lowly estimate of ourselves. Let him cast away that weak and silly tradition that the beginning of religion is to feel ourselves good. Let him rather grasp that grand scriptural principle that we must begin by feeling bad. And then until we feel bad, we know nothing of true goodness or saving Christianity. Happy is he who has learned to draw near to God with the prayer of the tax collector. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. So as you continue to strive and fight against sin and grow into the image of Jesus Christ, may you do so with the humility that says, Lord, my merits are nothing. I am trusting you. I see my sin. I trust you to forgive it and to make me more like you. I will keep striving. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. Ooh.